Hey, welcome to Ace in the Franchise with Aaron JR in the Bush. We have a special guest, Tyler Melby. What's up, buddy? How's it going? How you doing, pal? Good. All right. Well, we have crowned a national champion for uh, college football. I know, Brandon, we'll talk about it. Sorry, buddy. Uh, we're going to grind deeper into the NFL playoffs, and we will talk about a little bit of shaking up in the uh, NCAA college basketball rankings. Fellas, how are we doing? Let's start with you, Brandon, because you're, de you're depressed. You should probably just put me on suicide watch. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> wow. Are going to start that off like that? <laughs> Oh my God! It's 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 been horrible. I mean, people... Your team lost the national championship. Okay, like I don't know. Not... Super Bowl. Jeez, buddy. It's I mean it's the Super Bowl on top of that. It's just joke after joke. It's, it's this awful. is Georgia sports though, man. I know that as a Braves fan. Are I, you being bullied by Georgia so sports, Brandon? It's like mm -hmm. I decorated my office with all this Georgia shit too. And now it's just like taunting me every time I look around. My you know office. what? I get that. I did that back in 2006 when the Colts played the Bears. I'm pretty sure I was the only fucking kid in the school that wore a Bears jersey. Oh yeah, you did too, Tyler. We were the only two kids. Miserable. We were the only two kids that wore a Bears jersey like that Friday, and then the Bears lost. Well, I mean, I was talking mad shit. For two too. weeks, not one week, well, two weeks. Because Devin Hester <laughs> ran, he ran in for that touchdown right mm -hmm. off the bat, and I was texting all my friends like, "You guys ain't shit. The Bears got this." We're back from 85, bitches. And then I came back to school, and I just felt mm. two inches tall. I got bullied, yeah, I mean, you for probably, a couple weeks. You can weeks. probably tell when the game changed by looking at, like, the time of, like, our group message. Like, it got to, like, like early in the third. I'm like, fuck yeah, Miko Hartman. And then it just yeah. goes silent after that. I'm like, I didn't I'm even done. say anything. I was well, like, nah. I, I did see that because I, I didn't watch after the third. Well, so it was on the same play. They got the sideline and I was like, fuck your sideline warnings. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't watch after like midway through the third. And so I was like, all right, cool. George has probably won this game. I'm good. I woke up in the morning and saw your guys' text messages and I saw that it just stopped. And I was like... <laughs> That's not good. I, I do think Georgia won this game, but that's not good. And I checked, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, Brandon's pissed. Mm-hmm. Tua came in and saved it for Alabama. Well, hey, you got the Falcons playing the Eagles this weekend. We'll see how they do. I would have sold my soul to the devil to have the Falcons lose just so Georgia could win this game. Hey, man, he might be listening to this podcast. And I mean, the opportunity's <laughs> over, so, I mean, yeah. Well, what about for the Falcons? What if he's like, I mean, give me your soul and I'll make them Super Bowl champions? They're not going to win anyways. And then will so, play like a fiddle yeah. song. They're not going to win anyways. It's not worth it. But not like I would anyways. If you, this is all hypothetical. Well, I was it's say, a really if weird if hypothetical. If you sold your soul, it would happen. And he would grant. No, because I don't really care about the Falcons winning the Super Bowl when they don't deserve it this year. Okay. I'll give you that. Like, if they won, I'd be pretty excited, but I'm not going to, like, I'm not all in like I was last year. All right. Well, we've talked to our Debbie Downer for the day. Mm -hmm. Aaron, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty great. Yeah? Yep, Purdue's going really well. I heard a rumor on the street that you just quit your job. Yep, I did. How liberating. <laughs> right. Feel good? Breaking the chains. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ain't going to get knocked down by the man. No way, I'm good. Digging it. I'm having a great week. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Tyler, how you doing, buddy? Doing all right. Tell us a little, a little bit about yourself, man. You played uh, you played high school football at Westfield, where we all went. Um, you're a good friend of ours, and then you went and played a little college ball, didn't you? Yep, for a year, and had um, some heart issues, mm -hmm. so couldn't play anymore. But yeah, it was fun for the six weeks it lasted. Yeah. Well, six weeks. <laughs> I feel that. Blindside, man. Right. For sure, buddy. Yeah. So what are you up to nowadays? What's going on in the world of Tyler Melby? Running uh, my painting business. It's uh, it's going pretty well. Good, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Good fitting, to hear it. Getting the goals. 
Wonderful. Well, hey, man, if you if you want to give a shout-out for your company, go for it. Now's the time. Northside Painting, LLC. Interior, exterior painting, kitchen cabinets. We do everything. They get it done. They do it all. That's how it goes. <laughs> if you want your house looking fresh, call Northside Painting. I'm pretty sure that's the first advertisement we've ever done on the show. There you I go. And to also, Taylor Swift a few weeks ago. That's that is not an advertisement. That's right. bullshit. I want to add into this when you guys discussed like I think it was your first show. You guys, how you started? Oh yeah, was when you were painting. Mm-hmm. That's how I started my business. Heck yeah, it's right there. There it is. Come full circle. Everybody's coming <laughs> there together. It is right there. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Unity. Wonderful. All right, let's get into it. So, top stories. What we got, fellas? Ball family part like eight at this uh, point. I want to say part six, yeah. but yeah, I'll give it to you. Uh, I got stuff going on both sides of the seas. Um, Lavar's talking mad shit about Lakers coach. What is he form. not talking mad shit about anybody? But he's uh, kind of come out and said the nobody on the Lakers wants to play for him. He's a bad coach. In fairness, the Lakers kind of suck. Yeah. But I feel like it's just like speculation because he's his, his dad, Lonzo's dad. A couple of the players that come out and be like, no, nah, Luke's cool. I saw that interview with uh, Lonzo Ball where he said he'd play for anybody. That's kind of awkward. Does not help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll play for anybody. But is Lonzo even their top player? No, no. It's not even their top rookie. I just don't. No. Yeah, exactly. So I just don't no, even know not. why he's that guy again. Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma. Yeah. yeah, I know. He's he's doing all right. But in the, out in uh, Lithuania, I'm not exactly sure on the details. I think I read something where uh, – Whatever team, I'm not going to try to pronounce it again, that the two other brothers are on, they left whatever, like, minor league they're in, and they're doing this sort of, like, internet Facebook challenge where, like, other teams throughout the country are just going to challenge them, basically for for publicity, and Facebook's going to live stream all these. And I think they had their first game uh, a few days ago, and it generated, like, 120,000 streams just on their first game. So I mean, is that a lot? I guess for a for a Lithuanian basketball league, I guess yeah. it is. So, I mean, yeah, I also read something where uh, they're uh, selling Lithuanian jerseys on Amazon now, and they sold out for like number one and three for Leangelo and Lamelo within like me? half hour. Oh my God, man, people are geeking over these Lithuanian jerseys. It's if crazy. I, mm-hmm. I feel like even if I saw a Lithuanian jersey on the street, I wouldn't even know what it was. I feel like it would just be like, I, I, if I saw that, some dude walking down the street, I'd be like, man, that dude paid like $8 for that super off-brand piece of shit jersey. Until, I mean, unless I maybe knew what it was. I might at this point, because ESPN will stop talking about these dudes. So is that what you got? Is that is that, is that the ball update? Is that how they're doing? I, I think they're doing all right. Yeah, big baller brand on, on the rise. <laughs> Wonderful! I love hearing about those gentlemen. Me too. I'll just yes. keep you updated. What a what a class act family. Anyway, so uh, I'm going to jump into my top story. Uh, we have the. All right, guys. So we're we're going to get real serious about sports here. We're going to talk about Japanese Olympic kayaking right now. Oh yeah. So uh, just waiting for this all year. Yeah, dude. I mean, this is this is huge. Um, yeah, everybody's wanting an update on this. So. <laughs> the Japanese Olympic kayak uh, or a Japanese Olympic kayaker was banned uh, from the Olympics for eight years. Uh, for lacing his rival's drink, so I mean, yeah, this is awesome. It's awesome. So th- uh, this is this is really uh, almost kind of become like a Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan type story. Um, With poison. So I'm I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to pronounce this guy's name. Uh, it's uh, Yashurio, I, maybe, but his last name's Suzuki, so I totally know how to pronounce that. Yashiro. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, he uh, he he spiked he spiked the drink with an anabolic steroid, causing his rival uh, Kumatsu uh, to fail his drug test. Um, both of them are top candidates to represent Japan in the 2020 Olympics for kayaking, uh, but uh, Mr. Suzuki will not be in that now. And then uh, after Kumatsu tested positive, Suzuki admitted uh, to basically spiking his drink with the banned steroid substance. Um, he told the Federation that he thought, I mean, this is awesome. He, he told the Federation that he thought he couldn't win the national championships if Kamatsu was going to be going against him. And so, I mean, that's just how, uh, that's how I guess he played it out. And so uh, I guess this, uh, this incident is uh, Japan's first case of an athlete failing a doping test because of deliberate contamination. I feel like we might have heard about this before if this had happened previously. So yeah. he'll be serving his eight-year ban. So basically, he's he's banned, and then by the time he can come back, his career is going to be over. So if you can't beat him, drug him. Don't get <laughs> so, caught. So what I'm picturing, like, see, anabolic, like you're not going to like get huge that fast. But I'm just picturing someone like the Rock on a kayak. What? It's like some like oh, like some like real like incredibly <laughs> jacked up Asian dude. <laughs> I get that, yeah. But I mean, well, at the same time, like. I'm surprised he just didn't get caught when someone just didn't notice him lacing his like I, I could I kind of just see it almost as like a Tom and Jerry episode where this like Asian dude is just scooting closer to this guy's drink and he just like opens like a little pill and nobody notices. I mean I guess like I said it's like the same thing with Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan where she has her bodyguard freaking smoke her knee and shit. I and mean, same thing like how did nobody really see what went down until I guess people were just kind of finding this out. So it's funny. Yeah, so uh, I like it. Yeah, so that's that's the drama go. going on in the Japanese Olympic kayaking team. If anybody was if anybody was concerned, so uh, I'm sure we'll hear about that in 2020 when uh, when kayaking might be on TV. So we'll see. <laughs> so uh, the other story I want to I want to talk about real quick is a uh, a Cincinnati youth basketball team gets banned for uh, offensive jer- uh, yeah offensive jerseys. Um, so pretty much uh, they uh, these jerseys were called out as racist and sexist. Uh, by uh, parents uh, when they saw these jerseys. So I, I guess really what happened is these problematic shirts, uh, there was uh, three specifically that got pointed out. I, it's, it's, like, it's like with the jerseys where, like, you know, when you had, uh, when you had like, nicknames where, like, if a kid named Jared was J-Rod he and stuff like that. He ate me from the XFL. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like, just, like, random nicknames and stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, and that's how these jerseys were played out. So, uh, these jerseys, uh, read, uh, the three that were, um, I guess in contention. Um, one, the, the first one was, uh, Wet Dream Team. Um, I guess that's the sexist one. How old were these kids? Uh, they, I believe it was 7th to 12th grade. So, potentially, I mean, uh, yeah. kind of young kids. And so, so yeah, this, this kid's... A, I thought it was like Little shit. League at first. I was like, okay. No, uh, age range. it'd be oh, great no. if there was... Like, well, okay, so I'm, I want to go through these names. So the first one is Wet Dream Team, so I guess that's the sexist one. These other two are pretty fucking racist. How's that, pretty, how's that sexist? That's just... That's Wet just, Dream Team? That's just juvenile, but it's funny. I yeah. guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Are we're you talking make about, that a sexist? I don't know. Let's get past I was, yeah, was going to say, I was about to elaborate, but we're talking about little kids here, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, true. So uh, the, the other two, um, one of the nicknames is Coon, just flat out. Just uh, that's, uh, that's just racist in itself. And then uh, this third one is probably the most racist of it, all of them. Uh, it's, it came out as Negro, and it is spelled K-N-E-E-G-R-O-W. And, uh, Negro. 
uh, yeah, with the with the nickname of Coon and Negro, uh, both of those kids are African American. So I can see how that gets a little fucking racist with the parents. Yeah. And so uh, the school is notified, and um, in 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 their quote, uh, they come out as uh, saying. Today, we became aware of inappropriate conduct from a team of students participating in a recreational basketball league that is not affiliated with the King's local school district. This team has been restricted from any further use of district facilities. King Local Schools strongly condemns any type of hateful and racist commentary. This behavior is in no way welcome or tolerated in our schools or community. And then, uh, I guess, uh, I, I believe this might be from one of the coaches. He says, when I learned of the uniform infractions last night, the team involved was immediately removed. Oh, this might be the league president. He said uh, it was immediately removed from the league, and they will not be returning this season. So, yeah, this is uh, grade 7 to 12. But the thing is, is like, so I'm going to ask, did the coaches not notice any of that? Did the kids not notice any of that? Did the people that printed these jerseys not notice any of that? It it was just over, not overlooked. It was just ignored on so many levels, like, at the very least, I mean, you put that order in online. There's no like, it's, there's no way it's like a mm. like automated kind of like screen printer. You know, there's someone back there who's like laughing their ass off while pressing that thing down. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, if I'm the guy that's like making these jerseys, especially when I get to Coon and then the the Negro, if I get to those, I'm not exactly gonna be like, yeah, this seems legit. Well, especially especially when the size of the jersey is for a, a seventh to twelfth grader, so you're 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 going from like maybe a, a youth extra large to like a adult medium. Like you know, this is probably going to a, a kid. I don't know. You at least ask some questions. Yeah, yeah. and so mm-hmm. and and none of the parents saw these kids' jerseys when they brought them home. The coaches didn't say anything. Yeah. The kids didn't say anything. And I, I kind of want to know too, like how many games did these kids play before like. The parents on the other team got pissed. <laughs> I have a hard time believing no one knew about this. Well, especially because, I, I mean, to. yeah, I, I mean, I could just see it to where, like, people are like, oh, that was a great shot by Coon. And just, I mean, I'd be pissed. I don't want my kids to I feel like this had to have like been that. going on for a while until someone said something about it. Like, people just didn't care until someone picked it up. I guess. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that one was just kind of interesting to me. I just, I don't know. It just seemed a little uh, outside of the box. That's outlandish. Yes, it's uh, it's barbaric, kids these days, Christ. So uh, so I want to talk about uh, so we'll just yeah we'll just go ahead and go into college football. Sorry, buddy, Brandon. If you want to tune out, it's fine. You can just go like there's a corner over there you can go cry in, or there's a bathroom if you don't want anybody. We'll try to power through this. All right, buddy. So no promises. Alabama's your national champions, everybody. What a classic game. Oh no! Um, like I feel like you could just repeat this for like just put that on a loop. Well, for I mean, a couple years. like overall. That overall game? It was a good game. Well, yeah. I mean, was it one of the best national championships we've seen? No. Probably. Top ten. If those two if one of those teams was not Alabama. Brand your commentary is biased. So <laughs> I I do I football what, what if Georgia beat Alabama that way? Oh hell yeah. It'd be crazy. But uh, that's the thing. So You're talking about like an underdog victory though, at that point. Well, I guess. But Football wise, that was one of the, probably one of the best national championships games we've seen in a long time. Probably since Texas and USC. Texas, USC. Another really good one was Florida State. Auburn. Auburn. That was mm-hmm. a really good one too. And so. And yeah. Those um, have been the top. Second and twenty six. You throw a forty one yard touchdown to walk off in overtime. Yeah, I mean th- those have been the top three as, probably in the last as, uh, fifteen years. As horrible of a way as that is to lose, I'm 
I'm th- I would take that a thousand times over well, losing on a field goal in regulation. I was gonna say, well, mm-hmm. would you have rather lost like that in overtime, or would you rather have gotten blown out and it not even been a game? Well, I mean, at least they they kept it interesting and they like showed that they can they can run. With, That's how I'd feel about them. it. I mean, like nobody really expected Georgia to be one of the the top three teams in the I'm, nation. This I'm year. very I'm very happy with where they got this year. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty proud of. The game in it in itself, they kept. I, I don't know if they just like got tired or like panicked in that fourth quarter. Like they they held they held together for yeah three and a half quarters. Held Alabama scores at half. I think did, that's pretty impressive. Did Sony Michelle only touch the ball six times in the second half? Is that true? Yeah, and Nick Chubb uh, couldn't do shit the entire game. And that was the problem. I couldn't believe that when I heard he only touched the ball six times. Well, man, I said it the whole the whole week leading up. I wish that. The Rose Bowl was a national championship because of how good that game was. But the thing is, is that this this game actually turned out to be one of the best I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I guess for those of you who don't know, uh, Alabama had a comeback. Uh, they were down twenty to seven in the third quarter, and they came back to win twenty six twenty three in overtime. Um, the reasoning, basically, really, I guess a lot of people are giving credit to uh, Nick Saban. Had a QB change at halftime. He uh, mm-hmm. took out Jalen Hurts, put in a Tua to go Viloa. Tagovia. Tagovia, sure. Tagoviola, I think. I'm um, sure that guy. He's uh, he's from Hawaii, so he's got one of those Hawaiian names. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So uh, after I the think half, yeah, went to that same high school as Marcus Mariota. I, I believe he did. And so his stats were 14 for 24, 166 yards, and three touchdowns in one half. That's pretty impressive. A couple asterisks in there too. Okay. So again, <laughs> a little bit of fan talk. talk. So. But I mean, I mean, really, that's really, I guess, all we're really gonna say about it. So, um, what I do want to talk about is the next year's rankings coming up. Mm-hmm. So the AP top ten rankings had way too uh, early top ten. Yep, yeah, the super early top ten. We have a uh, number one Alabama, number two Georgia, number three Oklahoma, number four Clemson. No surprise there. Oh, so this is this year's final. This isn't next year's. This is what's Preview. coming up. Yeah. I think this has to be the, just the final list. There's no way Oklahoma's going to be the third best team next year. Oh, that's what they have. There's no way Georgia's going to be number it two It says AP year. top ten ranking. So like maybe this is just that, the end, end of the year ranking. I would think so. And so, number four, Clemson. Number five, Ohio State. Number six, UCF. Number seven, Wisconsin. Number eight, Penn State. Number nine, TCU. And number ten, Auburn. So, I do like how they do have UCF as number six. Yeah. So Did you hear that they paid to put a uh, billboard in Tuscaloosa? No Asking freaking Alabama way. Yeah. Oh, my God. They've 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 kind of gone out of hand with that. You see, even like even like the uh, the governor of Florida Mm-mm. said he he made a uh, like a decree in Florida that UCF was the national champions. <laughs> so they are now they are now depicted as the national champions in, in the state of Florida. Could not hate well, the state of Florida anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess what I just want to talk about real quick is uh you know what, what are you guys expecting of college football next year coming up? Um, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you think they're going to continue to dominate? Yep. yep. I mean, so I guess uh, it's been SEC all the way pretty much. Uh, Out of the last 15 national titles we've had, SEC win 10, ACC's won 2, Pac-12's won 2, Big 10 and the Big 12 have both won 1. And that's been it. So, I mean, that's really been about it. Do you guys see the ticket ticket sales for this game? Mm Mm-mm. Seven? Uh, I mean, it's the highest, I believe, maybe ever. Um... The average, uh, the average. Well, I guess yeah. The average ticket sale of this game was two thousand three hundred nineteen dollars. The average ticket. Rex. And so the cheapest one was two thousand sixteen Bama Clemson at five hundred ninety six dollars. That was the average. 
Where was that at? Uh, California. Sure. And then well, well, this was Georgia playing at Georgia, wasn't it? Yeah. And so, Alabama right next to him. Yeah, exactly. And so the Alabama Alabama Notre Dame back in 2013, uh, the average ticket of that was sixteen over sixteen hundred dollars. So that one's pretty expensive. But yeah, this one with uh, over twenty three hundred dollars, that's definitely probably the most expensive one that we've seen. So. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess really, what, what do you guys expect of college football next year? I guess it's just you guys are just saying that Alabama's just going to continue to dominate. Do you think that I – mean, this do you think that quarterback being a freshman? Yeah. Do you gonna, think do you The think whole the, game was dominated. Alabama actually being able to pass now. Do you think they'll expand to eight teams for the no, playoff? No, not next year. Continue before? It's be a few years. When do, you, when do you think it'll go to eight? When people will give them enough shit. So, like, at least five years from now. I figured that should happen this year. I, I'm hoping they'll do it by 2020. Personally. Two years is no way they're going to do it in two years. You don't know. Mm. Are you on the committee? Just shut your mouth. Might as well be. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, that's really all I got for college football. Thank God. I would say look out for Ohio State next year. Think so? Ohio State. They're it's pretty safe. They're young quarterbacks. Look solid coming in. Understandable. I get that. So, I guess for college football, really, I guess before we talk about the draft here in a couple weeks, uh, do you guys have anything really to leave off college football? Because if not, we're pretty much done with it for a little while. Nope, I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm sure you are, buddy. Uh, nope. All right, well. I'm good. Really, any football talk we got left, uh, we're going to hop into the NFL. Um, so we're going to talk about the wild card games um, of last week. So we had Tennessee beating Kansas City 22-21. We had Atlanta beating the Rams 26-13. Uh, we had Jacksonville beating Buffalo 10-3. That game was terrible. Great game. And then we had New Orleans beating Carolina 31-26. That was a good game. That was a good game. Yeah, I was, I was looking Drew. into that one. So uh, this week, we'll talk about coming up, we have number six Atlanta, uh, seed-wise, is going up against number one Philadelphia. Underdogs. Yeah. We got number five Tennessee versus number one New England, number three Jacksonville versus number two Pittsburgh, and then number four New Orleans versus number two Minnesota. So what I guess what what's the game you guys are looking forward to this week? For me, it's going to be Atlanta, Philadelphia, and all of them. New Orleans, Minnesota. I'm not Honestly. looking forward to Tennessee, New England. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a great game, man! It's going to be a fucking blowout. You're going to watch Marcus Mario go to work. Oh yeah, I'm pretty interested in. Okay, Jackson. well that's the only one I'm not going to pay attention. to. I'm interested in Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. That I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, too. Do you think their defense is going to step up enough to take down Pittsburgh? They can. I think they can. I just don't know if they can do that in that type of spotlight. I think I, the defense is going to be fine. I kind of want to see if Blake I think Bortles. it's going to be more Blake Bortles. Pretty much, yeah. Can they score any points? I don't think so, and I think that's going to be the problem. I don't think Jacksonville's offense can score against Pittsburgh's defense. Hey, man. Defense got to do both sides. They, could barely, they, they, couldn't even score against, we, they couldn't even score against the Bills. It was their defense that won that game. Yeah, Blake Bortles didn't even have 100 yards passing. No, terrible. So, so let's jump into Pickham's then. Um, so, first game we got up is uh, Atlanta versus Philadelphia. Who do you guys got? ATL. All right. Aaron? A-Town. All right. What do you think, Tyler? Philly. You're going to go Philly? I'm going to do the same. I'm going to go Philly as well. I think they can I think they can handle this. One OJ, Aaron, and Brandon. So. Yep. yep. Did you say AJ? I, I almost said JR and then like mm. caught myself halfway, so I did sound like that. Well, you, I think you said AJ, and you're almost there because his that's initials true. are AJB. So. I could have I'll take it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, next game up is uh, Tennessee, New England. Um, yeah, New England all day. Yeah. Tom Terrific. He's got a new documentary <laughs> series out. You better watch it. Sounds great. You <laughs> can't plug, wait to look into that. You plugging for Tom Brady right now? Sure. 
right. Yeah, whatever. Greatest yeah, of all time. Tyler, who you got? Yeah, I, I believe so. Uh, next game will be of Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Pittsburgh, man. I just don't think Jacksonville's offense can score. Let's do it, Jacksonville. Let's oh, go. Pittsburgh as well. All right. I think it's going to be closer than you think, but Pittsburgh. All right, Tyler, so. if you well, if you say that, then uh, what, what do you have this what do you have the score of the game? I think Jacksonville's defensive backfield is going to come to play and they're going to really minimize what they're going to do in the passing, but I think it's going to be like a 20-17 game. Interesting. Yeah. At first Interesting I thought it was going to be like 6 to 3 Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Jalen Ramsey. With the uh, defensive uh, interception for a touchdown, Jalen Ramsey. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think Jacksonville has to have at least one or two defensive touchdowns to even have a chance in this game. Man, you were just not giving them any, any chance here. <laughs> if, if their offense can't score against the Bills, then I don't I will think say, they can the do Bills much against the Steelers. The Bills' defense is nothing to bad. sniff at. That's, yeah. what, that's what got them there. Tredavious so, White? We'll see. Uh, last game up, we have New Orleans Saints versus Minnesota Vikings. It's in Minnesota. They have the home field advantage, and that's where the Super Bowl is going to be played. So, I think this will probably be the best game. I want the Saints sure. to win, but I think it's going to be Minnesota. Really? Yep. I, I do believe the Saints will win this game. The roads are going to be closed. Yeah, probably. I want to take the, the home team. Are you going to go Vikings, too? Mm, Wonderful. I just don't want to do it. I can't root for the Saints. I just don't see the Vikings coming up big in the playoffs. That's just something I haven't seen in a long time. So. Defense, man. They got the defense. and uh, We'll see. They got receivers. Off of that, I think with the Falcons going to win, I think they could beat Minnesota in Minnesota, but there's no way they're winning in New Orleans to get to the Super Bowl. No. Maybe it's because I still don't trust Case Keenum. But That's exactly how I put it. Drew Brees versus Case Keenum. I, mean, come on. I think it'll be a great game. I really do. I think it'll probably be maybe like – 31-28 New Orleans, if I had to put a stamp on it. But I think it's going to yeah. be a real close game. I was kind of surprised. Well, I mean, I feel like we've seen spurts of it throughout the year. But I think uh, last week again with uh, how maybe I just never took Carolina that seriously. But they showed some vulnerabilities in the Saints again. I just think the week. Saints have – I mean, a lot of the guys on their team have been in the playoffs. They're kind of veterans. They're a little used to the pressure. In Minnesota, in, well, I mean, in Minnesota, there's just none of it. They just haven't seen much playoff time and at Case all. Keenum. Yeah, and they got Case Keenum back Case Keenum is going to silence all of y'all this week. <laughs> we'll see. We will we'll see. Greatest college quarterback of all time. He's just his biggest fan. Passing-wise. So, 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 in that case, go Houston. Aaron, you will Cougars. have Minnesota, or I guess you will have the Falcons playing in Minnesota yep. for the NFC Championship. And then you'll have New England and Pittsburgh playing in the AFC Championship yep. in uh, in New England. And then uh, I will have the Saints playing in Philadelphia for the NFC Championship. And then I'll have Pittsburgh playing New England in New England for the AFC Championship. And then Bush, you will have Atlanta playing in Minnesota for the NFC Championship. And then you'll have Jacksonville playing in New England. For the AFC Championship. Laugh all you want, man. It's going to happen. I'm trying not to, but <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to be cool about it. And then, uh, Tyler, you will have you will have the New Orleans Saints playing the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship, and then you'll have Pittsburgh and New England playing for the AFC. So, about the same where I'm at. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. And then after that, 
Okay, so after that, let's say, so you guys have who you have. Mm-hmm. Who do you have in, in your Super Bowl? I mean, I'm I'm still. Putting, I guess we can talk about it now, but I feel like it's more appropriate to be talking. I'm just talking about that, man. It's I mean, like two it's, weeks from now. It's all hypotheticals. <laughs> so I'm 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 still going New Orleans, New England, in New England, or I guess well in Minnesota. So that, I mean, that's who I got. I'm gonna go Falcons Steelers. Falcons Steelers. I, really I would love to watch that matchup. That would actually too, be a great game because I could. No, I'm not gonna be confident. I'm gonna just have my heart broken Come again. Come on, Georgia. Who do you have? Sports fan. Saints Steelers. So. Except you picked the Vikings, and you picked Jacksonville. <laughs> what? So that's impossible. You, you do this all the time. Okay, th- these are just my picks for what he, I Remember think. when you did this for the national championship? He's like, I got Georgia playing Alabama, but I got it's Clemson gonna be winning. Clemson, yeah, Oklahoma. I'm going to have Clemson winning the national championship. And so, no, you, you can't do that. Motherfucker, you picked, you picked Atlanta, New hey, England. Man, what are your actual <laughs> picks? <laughs> Who do you want? I'm taking you risks got, on my picks, but what I think is actually going to happen. Why don't you just fucking pick who you think's going to win? That's, <laughs> the, that's point the point of, point of pickups. <laughs> because I want to work for ESPN, and they like those risky people now, <laughs> who are always wrong. <laughs> this is true. All right, so going off of what you just said, you're going to pick. It's about the hot take. So well, you just went off of saying you're going to have Jacksonville playing Minnesota <laughs> in, the, in the Super Bowl. But neither of those teams are actually going to. Good for it. Wow. No, no that, that's what really, you got. Really, you, really. you can't pick New Orleans and Pittsburgh because you didn't pick them for the freaking. <laughs> Fine. Well, I don't want a Falcons-Patriots. Super Bowl rematch really? because I already hate the yeah, Patriots too that. much to get my heart broken for the third time in 12 months. And it will happen. I know. All right, so Brandon's got Jacksonville. Minnesota. I would much rather Great. them Fantastic. lose this weekend than in the Super Bowl. Uh, so, Tyler, who, do you, who who would you put in for the Super Bowl? Who, who are you thinking? Definitely, definitely the Saints. Okay. I hope so. Um, I just I, – the running game is going to come on, and their defense playing great. I'd like to see Saints-Steelers. That'd be all right. That's that's the thing. I, I It's hard to get, pick against the Patriots, but I think just with all the – I think that'd be – What's an, going on in their front office and yeah. Tom Brady and the coach. I think that'd be an offensive shootout, and that'd be a oh, really, yeah. really fun Super Bowl to watch. Picking the over. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So, uh, I mean, I mean, Bush, honestly, I hope Jacksonville plays Minnesota in the Super Bowl. That'd be fantastic. I would hate that. <laughs> that would be a great As, uh, Super Bowl. It's kind of funny. That would be – uh, that would probably. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it's such a boring game. No, I love it. I would absolutely. I, I would defense. I would watch every second of that game. I would really hope Save that there's Rose, like a yeah, ton Ramsey. of awesome defense, just so like you can't. That would make me even more pissed about like losing the Super Bowl last year. And I, th- I think I've said this before. Like, it's really disappointing to see Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl MVP. So if they like have to like. If they're just doing like the stupid thing, like by default giving it to a quarterback, I'm gonna be real pissed if Case Keenum or Blake Bortles wins the Super Bowl MVP. I would absolutely cry if I watched the two starting <laughs> quarterbacks of the Super Bowl be Blake Bortles and Case Keenum. I would just cry from joy and laughter. That would be amazing. That that would just be the most like offensive shit show you've ever watched. And I'd be so excited to watch every second of that game. Case Keenum, he's for real. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, same against the Jacksonville defense, though. He's, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come out ready to go. It'd be great, and just watching to go back to his Houston days. Just watching and Blake throw Bortles seven hundred yards. But just watching Blake Bortles play any team on the Super Bowl stage would just be probably the funniest circus act. I of would watch him all day yeah. over Blake Bortles. It'd be fantastic. So, I mean, that's I mean that's what I got for the NFL. You guys have anything to add in, really at all? If not, I mean, we're just gonna look forward to these games this weekend, and that'll be that. Make some buffalo chicken dip for sure. Doing it. All right. Fantastic. All right. So we're going to move on to uh, the NBA and the NCAA. 
Did you guys really have anything to add on the on the players versus the refs, really, for the NBA and the NCAA? Because we, you know, we talked about North Carolina and uh, what was that, TV Terry or whatever his name was? TV Teddy. TV Teddy. That was close. I'll give me that. But, I mean, like, even now, like, I mean, there's still more controversy going down. There's a lot – I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I saw in the NBA this week, there's, like, players getting ejected, like, left and right from, like, these little little spats that they got going NBA? On. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, it seems a little excessive to me just this week, but more than usual. So, uh, Bush, do you have anything to add for uh, for the NBA? I know we already talked about I actually just pulled the this ball article family. Isaiah Thomas, like, karate chops. Andrew Wiggins oh, in the I neck. Didn't see that. No kidding. He got fined like twenty thousand dollars today. It's kind of hilarious because he's like six foot. Like straight up like kung fu fighting. No, I mean he can like, like an upward. Oh, motion, so okay. I think. Like, zoom in there. Almost like like a halfway bitch slap, but he missed. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it was like. In the, I like this like zooming in on the face that Andrew Wiggins' face is like this. Yeah, he looks uncomfortable. Uh, absolutely. I actually didn't. I mean, didn't watch this game, but I saw the highlight. I mean, I, I thought he was like literally doing kind of like funny. a black belt fucking. He just like chops him <laughs> in the neck. Just just on like a breakaway or something. How great would that be? That'd so be I'll talk about uh bad. I'll talk about the NCAA top five. Uh, number one we got Villanova. Number two we have West Virginia. Number three we have Virginia. Number four we have Michigan State. And number five we have Purdue. Yeah, I love it, dude. Pull her up. So they win last night against Michigan. Is there? I kind of want to see if there's a point where West Virginia plays Virginia this year. I mean, I'm sure that's no, not at all. Nope. Not going to happen. Conference plays starting in Big 12 and ACC. That'd be Unless wonderful. Unless it's in the tournament. I'd like to see that matchup. So, But I guess well, uh, Purdue hasn't played Michigan State yet, have they? Do they play them? Uh, they do play them. <laughs> Looking at the Purdue basketball I think they play them next month at Michigan State. Okay. So we'll keep an eye on that. I mean, ho- I mean, hopefully the rankings would stay similar, or I guess somewhat close nah, to where it'd be. Much. I mean, I don't. I mean, think they're still going to be up there. I don't think it'd be a top five matchup like it would be now, but it'll probably be mm, top ten, top probably, twenty for sure. Yeah. So cool. I think those are definitely the best two teams in the Big Ten. Well, I mean, I mean, really, other than that, I don't really have anything putting in for basketball unless you guys have anything. I know we're going to get a lot more in depth with it once football's over, but really, until then, I'm just kind of letting it skate. A lot of up- upsets. Conference players yeah. more starting. So yeah, there's gonna be a lot more upsets starting to happen. So I'm looking forward to that. So, all right. Well, uh, when it comes to miscellaneous sports, uh, the one thing I do want to talk about is uh, Usain Bolt is trying out with uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, in hopes to play soccer for Manchester United. Um, I guess how, how do you guys feel about that? Manchester United. It's crazy. Well, I mean, well, Usain Bolt. I mean, you guys know who he is. He's won countless track records in the Olympics. Like, the, probably the fastest dude alive. You got to do more in soccer than just run fast. Well, and so, uh, this this comes from Usain Bolt. He says, one of my biggest dreams is to sign for Manchester United. If uh, if Dortmund says I'm good enough, I'll, uh, I'll crack on and train hard. I don't really know what he means by crack on. Anyways. One of his foreign terms is... In- you know, maybe that's why he's so fast. He's always a crack. And so he says, "I've spoken to Alex, Fer- Alex Ferguson. I've told him, um, I told him he needs to put in a good word. He told me I need to get fit and ready, and we'll see." Blah blah blah. <laughs> and so, uh, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. What you getting like these <laughs> he's, little? He's gone crazy from he the He gets loss, in these man. little giggle fits, and he just like can't handle it. <laughs> it's it's. Are you okay? <laughs> I think he's like having a mental breakdown, dude. Georgia football is just Probably really happened. taking. Yeah, yeah. Georgia football is finally taking the toll on Brandon. He just can't 
just can't put his shit together. Oh, man. You poor guy. Just look at him suffering over there. I'm all right. Just keep going. But, yeah, so, I mean, honestly, I think, uh, for me personally, it would be good for the sport for Usain Bolt to, to play for Manchester United be just because... Has he ever played soccer? I, I'm sure he plays, like, recreationally. Back in... In Jamaica. Jamaica High but, or whatever. <laughs> that'd be the greatest Jamaican high school ever. Play for Jamaica High. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, I mean, I, I'd... The Blazers? I'd, that'd probably be the name. <laughs> the Blazers? <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> I like it buddy um, And so <laughs> I'd watch him play a game or two If he played for Manchester United I mean, Yeah I would too I never watch soccer I so. never watch soccer So I'd be It'd into be good it. for it's it publicity yeah. Stunt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, It yeah. might be It could be I mean, but, I, mean, I mean I could see him being fast as shit If he got on a breakaway If you get on a breakaway It's really not that hard To score a goal in soccer True It's a lot of net Yeah it's a lot of net and a little bit of goalie. So, I mean, it's nothing like hockey on a breakaway. I mean, that's right. shit. So, I mean, really, that, I mean, that's that's what I got in sports, guys. Uh, do you guys have really anything to add? Any any updates? Any any anything? Crickets. So. Cool. What? All right. Oh. <laughs> we will go into this week in time. Uh, Bush, you got anything good? Um, January 7th. Have you composed yourself? <laughs> I'm all right. All right. Go for it, bud. January 7th, 1972, Lakers win NBA record 33rd straight game. And it is ended two days later with a loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. Nice. Oh, All right, well, I got a uh, – speaking of uh, the Japanese Olympic kayaking team, um, to bring up the, the – I guess the comparison I made earlier. Oh, okay. On January 6th, 1994, ice skater Nancy Kerrigan gets her kneecap smoked by Tanya Harding's bodyguard, nice. as she screams, "Why?" Oh yeah. As right. her skating career gets pretty effed up for a decent little while, and now they're making a movie about it. So. Yeah, with Margot Robbie, I yeah. go see that. I'll go see it. <laughs> she she does kind of look like Tanya Harding a little bit. Well, I saw like an interview, like they were they were almost like making like Tanya Harding out to be the victim. That like like, she's gotten so much love, like ridicule and criticism over what she did. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I hope so. That's terrible. Yeah. How do you like? How do you just willingly like let somebody else smash your rival's kneecap? Like you really have to win that bad? Hot damn! That's she trained so hard just to be second place, so she had to do what she had to do. Just that's heartbreaking. That you're just not good enough. Like, you got to smash Tons someone's people knee. Just aren't good enough. Yeah. I don't know. You don't, gotta, you don't gotta be like that. Pipe to their knee. <laughs> That's not. Could you imagine no. that? You just you're like like you're on the, the tippy top of your that game. That sounds like a mission in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta win this. You, you gotta can. go bust Nancy Kerrigan's kneecaps. <laughs> just comes up in red. <laughs> like and her career. I mean, wouldn't that just be crazy? Tell I mean, like you're at like the top of your game. You're about to go into the Olympics and whatever, and all of a sudden you just turn a corner and you see some big ass dude and just slams a fucking pipe in your kneecaps, and you're done. I mean, you're just effed up. That's crazy. Uh, I, I'm just imagining just having a. A metal pipe into my kneecaps just sounds freaking awful. Couldn't imagine it. The whole thing. That's crazy. Ugh, terrible. Knees All are right. no fun. Uh, Bush, you got anything else? 
Um, this week in time. January 9th, 1958, Oscar Robertson outscores Seton Hall by himself, 56-54. No kidding. I didn't, I didn't actually look up what the score was. It was just he had 56 and Seton Hall had 56. I would, I would so, like to know that wow. score. Like 58-54. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And so I also have one for January 9th. Uh, January 9th, 1991, baseball bans Pete Rose from being elected into the Hall of Fame. Oh, shame. Good yeah, for well, yeah. Them. No. Oh, no, okay. that's that's dog shit. I, I, I love Pete Rose, man. I, I I do truly think he should be in the Hall of Fame. He's a great baseball player. He just liked to have a little fun in Vegas and stuff. No biggie. Yeah. We all like to cut loose every once in a while. Shouldn't keep us out of the Hall of Fame of uh house painting and shouldn't keep us out of the Hall of Fame of uh Whatever I of, do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, used to be property manager. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should you should be in the Hall of Fame of uh, yeah. the unemployables. There we go. <laughs> and you should be in the Hall of Fame of warehouse packaging. So yeah, you know. I was what? gonna go with cardboard boxes. <laughs> a little bit more specific. Well yeah, so I just yeah, see? So we should all be able to have fun and still be in the Hall of Fame of our respected occupations. So yeah, whatever. It really doesn't matter to me. But I am a Pete Rose fan. I hope he does get in the Hall of Fame one of these days. So We'll see. All right, Bush, you got anything else for this week in time? Yeah, these, are, these aren't too big, but I kind of thought they were hilarious. Uh, January 11th, 1989, Denver Nuggets rookie Jerome Lane misses seven free throws in a game against Milwaukee. Didn't really think anything else, but I think it was the way this is written. I just thought it was funny. One of them missed by two feet. Oh my gosh, that's impressive. I was like, damn. It's like, missed seven free throws. What's big about that? And there's like one missed real bad. I feel like that's not a big story either. It just sounds funny. I read I read one earlier. I, I couldn't tell you the player's name, but it was a it was a rookie who was playing goalie for the Bruins. And it was his first it was his first game ever. He let go he let three goals go in the first four minutes of the game oh, and then ended up letting five goals go in the first period, and that was the last NHL game he ever played. I can see that. Crazy. I I, I mean, shit, I mean, you think it's a rookie his first game, he's got a little bit of nerves. But, no, that was the last game he ever played, so really wow. got in his head. Uh, another one, guys, January 10th, 1982, the Freezer Bowl. Uh, the Bengals beat the Chargers in negative 59-degree temperatures to win the AFC Championship. When was Burr. that? Uh, January 10th, 1982. I don't know about you guys, I would not play a single sport of anything for I don't care how much money if it's negative fifty nine degrees outside. I don't. I still don't see how it's possible. I don't see how that's to possible. get through a game when it's that cold without. I don't see getting, how it's possible to get that cold. Getting frostbite there you and go. just yeah. No, that just sounds awful. Going in sick. Yeah, I'm making it. There was forty two <laughs> amputations throughout the game. <laughs> they had a surgeon on site. Like yeah, it really does. Bush, you got anything else for this week in time? I do actually. This was. Um, Okay, so this is just how it was listed on this website under sections murders of interest. Oh, that should be good. Uh, the O.J. Simpson's trial started. In, that, yeah. in, uh, oh, it started. Yeah, in 1995. I just thought it was hilarious that like the little section was murders of interest. Like, <laughs> you should look this up every day. One of my favorite, one of my favorite photos of all time with like a little like meme attached to it is this announcer who's standing with. Um, Who's who's the the Jenner guy? Bruce Jenner. Standing with Bruce Jenner on his left and O.J. Simpson on his right, and like the caption just reads, <laughs> "Like, hey guys, I just came back from the future, and you guys aren't gonna believe this shit." <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it's yeah. one of my favorite photos, man. 
And I mean, I could, I mean, because it was it was back like you know in the Olympic years when you know when Bruce Jenner was huge. Bruce and, was Bruce. And yeah, and OJ was the juice, and so right. But got some good rhyming there, man. Didn't even plan that. Mm-hmm. Did we rhyme it? Yeah. Nice. Bruce and Juice. Mm-hmm. Rap album coming into 2018. Ace <laughs> oh, of the franchise. Man. Throwing down. Throwing, Selling out theaters around yeah. Central Indy. Throwing down beats. We'll be the new 21 Pilots. We'll be 27 Pilots. Uh, what? <laughs> That's nothing. To, I don't know. I'm just making up numbers. Uh, where did 27 come from? Five, 12 pilots? I'll go with Bruce that and the Juice. You? I think that's a good group name, Bruce and the Juice. Bruce and the Bruce Juice. And the Let's juice. do it. All right, that's it. With, All right, with B. Bucci? Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> Bruce and the Juice with B. Bucci coming up at the end of 2018. Look for it. We'll throw out our uh, our, our new SoundCloud, whatever. We'll be one of those guys Link. on Facebook. Yeah. Check me right. out. Well, that'll do it for Acing the Franchise. Aaron, Brandon, Tyler, you guys have anything to send our fans off with? Go dogs. Okay. Aaron, anything? You enjoy your unemployment? Yep. Cool. <laughs> Tyler, thanks for joining in our show, man. We appreciate Absolutely. you being on here. Welcome anytime. All right, this is Ace of the Franchise. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you.